1: On this show, together and with our guests, we're bringing the real talk, no
0: BS5, with tangible tools to help you pursue health and wellness without obsession or restriction. Remember our disclaimer, this podcast is meant for general information purposes only and should not be taken as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Well, anyway, this is our welcome back episode. It's funny, when we were writing the, um, the outline for this and I wrote where have you been in all caps, and of course, in my nerd brain, the first thing that comes to mind is in the second Harry Potter movie when Mrs. Weasley is like, where have you been? No note, car gone, you could have died. <laughs> we really didn't tell the listeners that we were taking a break. But anyways, we're back. We're here. And it's been a nice break, I have to say
1: for from our end I got to be honest you guys we were feeling a little burnt out and we were worried about having like actual burnout and you know we all we like to to practice what we preach a little bit and so we decided to to see the writing on the wall and we wanted to come back fresh and ready to bring you guys some awesome
0: new stuff to be clear we were not burned out by you guys or even just the podcast it was mostly work stuff boundary setting and burnout prevention which funnily enough is actually what we're going to be talking with our guest about for next week's episode but before we get there we will give you a little bit of an overview of where have we been (laughs) what were we doing while we were away from you lovely listeners christina you go first
1: well, to be honest, I've been working a lot with my one-on-one clients. I actually teamed up with an amazing therapy practice here in Philadelphia called Spelove Psychotherapy, um, focused a lot more on people with active eating disorders or an immediate eating disorder recovery, which has been really great. That was cool, and then also we did a lot of fam jam stuff, you know, with little Elodie, like a lot of a lot of that. We went to the Outer Banks we went to the Poconos for those of you who are not in Philadelphia that's basically the mountains here <laughs> like that. Um, and so we did some of that I we were we've been working on teaching Elodie how to swim Dana would be so proud and she loves <laughs> the water she's like a little minnow mermaid like she absolutely loves swimming there's been a lot of family time which has been really nice and visiting a lot of people but that's also kind of exhausting <laughs> and so um a lot of travel. Traveling is exhausting, you know? And so um, I'm looking forward to this fall kind of taking a little bit of a step back from that. So that's what I
0: was up to. Dana, I know what you were up to. <laughs> but I want to hear. What have you Again, been when we were making this document, Christina wrote one thing down for me. Dana, what have you been up to? Swim team. Um, <laughs> but actually, before we get into what I've been up to, the focus for today's episode, after we catch up with you all, is we're going to be talking about what's coming up soon for the podcast and also how to get quote back on track but without doing the whole dieting all or nothing restriction mentality of things because we're sure all of you are hearing time to get back on track it's september Tried time to do a whole 30 time to do a reset time to do all of these things which might sound really appealing for you depending on where you are in your life right now but we're going to get to that Um, So what have I been up to in the summer? Swim team, period. So if you all have been following or listening to the podcast for almost the past four years at this point, you know that every summer I coach a summer swim team, which is basically like putting another full-time job on top of my full-time job, um, which I absolutely love and would not trade it for anything which is why I keep going back year after year and this summer I really started concentrating on mostly working with people who have pretty severe gut conditions so doing like a lot of stool testing which I love <laughs> poop stuff right um, and then helping people work through their relationship with food as to how it relates to their gut issues and anxiety and everything like that so it was really concentrating on that and then After swim season, I was able to do a little bit of travel, went down to Emerald Isle with some of my coaching friends, but yeah, it was mostly just working in stuff, (laughs) swim team stuff, working with clients stuff. So that's where we are. Bringing it to today, so Christine and I have been talking a lot about what we love about the podcast and what we think could be improved about the podcast, so we basically had a big brainstorming session. We were like, hey we know that a lot of the things we talk about can be very heavy oh my <laughs> and God. overwhelming, right? Like, And if any of you have ever worked with me or Christina in any capacity, you know that we talk all the time about how depending on your capacity and stress level, it's not always the best time to be thinking about, I need to be working on my relationship with food or going to therapy or working on my body image, because that is heavy stuff, right? We understand that. So part of the reason that we wanted to update the structure of the podcast a little bit is so that every week you're not getting hit with, like, here's why you need to go to therapy, and here's why you need to go to therapy, and here's, you know, all these things. (laughs) Even though they are very important conversations to be had and for everyone to listen to, can be a little much sometimes slash all the time. Um, So we're going to be adding in some new segments that will break some conversations up. Um, Christina and I will be doing more solo episodes together, meaning there won't be a guest. It'll just be the two of us. And we're going to be focusing more on neutral nutrition, breaking down nutrition trends, like doing listener questions and stuff like that. And Christina will tell you a little bit about the other stuff that's going to be updated.
1: Yeah, we're going to add in some new segments, like telling you about something that we're into, recommendations for the week, what we've been up to, and... Also, we really want to hear from you. That's another big piece of it too. Like we want listener questions, guests you guys would love to have on, any feedback you have, questions about previous episodes. Like maybe you this summer you took the opportunity to like backtrack deep into old podcasts and maybe you're really curious of maybe, maybe our perspective has changed. Like that's happened
0: for sure. And the beginning of each episode is going to be a little bit different. And sometimes giving you a little bit of an intro to a topic as well, right? So if we have a guest, for example, that's coming on to talk about PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, right, which we've had before, maybe we give you a little bit of an intro of what is the neutral nutrition, wholehearted eating, not necessarily approach, but introduction to what is PCOS or how it can be applied. And then we bring a guest expert on to talk about their approach to something. Because as you all well know from listening to podcasts, the hosts don't necessarily always agree 100% with the guests, but that doesn't mean it's a bad interview or anything. It means we have diverse perspectives, right? And the reason you bring on interviews and the reason you bring on guests is to get diverse perspectives, right? So sometimes we might agree with someone 100%. Sometimes we might agree with them 95% sometimes it might not be much at all, which means maybe we should have vetted the guest better, right? Like that hasn't really happened to us at all, but it can happen sometimes on other podcasts that I've heard. I'm like, ooh, this isn't a very good flow of an episode.
1: <laughs> you know, another thing to that note, Dana, that I was kind of thinking that would be helpful too for you guys, and this is another reason for why we're thinking about having more of a, you know, a topic of discussion before we have the interview is I think a lot of times too when you're going from a heavily diety elimination style approach to things, it can be really challenging to kind of see how it can be applied and like kind of the how-to pieces of taking the information and then saying, oh, this is how it's going to be a little bit different. So those like beginning segments and also the nutrition, like the education stuff and the neutral nutrition and all of that kind of provides you with that idea of oh this is what it's like to live wholehearted eating and to apply taking some of this nutrition education and then how do I apply it to my everyday life without becoming obsessed with it because that's really what we're trying to do is take away a little bit of the obsess and the anxiety around food and have everyone just enjoy yummy delicious meals
0: and feel good in that light our main topic for today our main discussion um we felt like it was very topical to talk about this and also funny because haha, ha, this is what we're doing right now. So the topic is getting back on track or getting back into a routine for the fall. Haha, ha, we're doing this with the podcast. We are getting back on track, right? But the angle that we want to approach this with today is obviously the wholehearted eating approach. So no dieting, no restriction, no all or nothing mentality, no doing a you know reset of any kind like that. So the reason we wanted to talk about this is because it's probably blowing up your social media feed and all over the place, you're going to start seeing, you know, reset for back to school or, you know, get this new routine in place for back to school. And September is, I don't have any hard data for this, but I can pretty safely assume that September is the second biggest push for the diet industry of the whole calendar year. Obviously, the biggest one is going to be January, but then most likely the second biggest one is either gonna be right before summer or right as school's getting back in session. Because when you're going back to school season, right, or even if you don't have kids, September kind of feels like a fresh start because growing up, all of us went back to school and it was like, oh, good, time for a new, you know, the bus comes at this time or I have to be at school at this time. And it's easier to put more things into a new routine if you're already starting with a routine in other places in your life. It's like, oh, okay. The main problem we see here, we being me and Christina and the non-diet community, is that people commonly think this has to be a complete overhaul of all of your habits in order to get back on track or get back into, you know, quote, healthy routine, which is, of course, amplified by every single dieting, marketing, fitness industry person and thing out there. To use Whole30 as an example, I'm sure there is a, like, September, back to school, you know, and I'm just using Whole30 as an example, but it could be keto, intermittent fasting, intuitive fasting, which is a trend that we saw over the summer, like... Noom is another big one that everyone's talking about now. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about Noom later this month. Don't worry. We're going to do a whole separate episode about Noom. It deserves its own conversation. (laughs) But anyway, so when you approach things in really what that is and is an all-or-nothing mentality kind of way, it really does set you up for failure, right? Because then you feel like, if I'm not checking every single one of these 10 boxes, I'm not doing something right, which is basically the reason why these kinds of overhauls are completely unsustainable for the long term, even if they feel great for like a week, and then afterwards you feel like a complete failure and you also feel like the only way you can get back to feeling good and healthy is by doing a complete overhaul again.
1: Yeah, and it just kind of feels this fire of restricting and then binging and then restricting and then binging and it just kind of like the whole idea is that we get, we get the desire to want to, you know, settle into a routine again and get back into, I don't even like the word back on track, but that's what everyone calls it. Um, But getting back into a routine of sorts and being able to feel like you're having like a semblance of some control after a very lax kind of summer vibe, which is so much fun. I love lax summer vibes. Um, But it is nice to kind of think about how can I do this in a way that, you know, if we're working on a relationship with food, and we're trying to break old patterns, We have to, what better time to execute than September when they come in heavy and they're coming in hot on how you need to be kind of all or nothing. And this is our general permission slip for today's episode. You don't need to do any kind of nonsensical juice cleanse, intermittent fasting, not eating until three windows nonsense in order to start to get yourself back into a routine and have some structure. You know, I think a lot of times people think of, I think also too in the eating disorder world when you're in recovery, structure can feel a little scary because it can be a little bit triggering, but you can do it in a way that can feel aligned and light and not feel all or nothing. And that's what we're going to talk about because we're going to share the wholehearted eating way of getting into a routine and having some structure and thinking about your life a little bit about in the way that you'd like to incorporate certain things and certain behaviors that maybe you miss or maybe you would like to see more of or maybe something you'd like to relax on a little bit or cool for a bit without it feeling like this I have to cut it all out or it's like do or die vibes instead. Um, We want to create that flexibility in your life and have you feel like, oh, Yes, I can create structure and I don't have to obsess about it. One of the things that I would suggest and we suggest that you do, if you're feeling this kind of angsty, like, oh, it's September, I'm sharpening the pencils and I want to write my little to-do list and I have my planner and I have all these things and I want to start creating these goals for myself, love a good gold list. Love Love a good planner. (laughs) But anyways, the idea is that I want you to think about things that you would like to incorporate and things you'd like to bring in or, you know, let go of, right? Like that's, there's definitely some energy around the summer that we could loosen up on. Um, And so to think about those, like what behaviors would you like to not engage in so much? What kind of behaviors would you like to re-engage with? And think about it from a perspective of, let me just add in light, you know, instead of thinking overhaul, it can be add in light. I'm gonna add in I'm gonna add in this. I'm gonna start
0: doing this one behavior. And let's get some examples. Ten thousand foot overview, right? How can we incorporate some structure without it being restrictive or all or nothing, right? Because I think I I get a lot of people who come to me with this and I think this is a big conception about a neutral nutrition, non-diet mentality way of things, which we've extrapolated on before, but people will commonly think, oh, if I'm doing this non-diet thing, let's say specifically into the fall, I'm just going to have no rules and no structure and ice cream for breakfast and all of the things. And obviously as nutritionists, that's not what we would advise that you do, right? Because you're not going to feel great if you do that from the inside out. Your cells are not going to be fed on a nutritional level. Nothing morally wrong with ice cream, but whew. I would
1: not start my day off well with ice cream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with ice cream. But if you're eating ice cream three times a day every day and that's the only thing that you're eating, probably not going to, your body's going to start yelling at you, right? So thinking about how can we incorporate some kind of structure without it being all or nothing and without making any rules around what foods you should and shouldn't be eating and the morality around foods and everything like that. So when we're thinking about some examples if you're just feeling a little bit overall like Bleh. like summer was really cool and i had a lot of fun and now i just i just need i need something right there's a lot of relaxation there's a lot of going out right summer doesn't have a lot of structure so you don't feel like you're in control of what's going on right we can introduce some structure so we can think about things like alcohol for example people will commonly just drink more alcohol in the summer then they drink the rest of the year because especially over the past two years, right? People have been able to be more social this summer. There's more going out this summer, obviously within limits, but when we're having gatherings with people, there's commonly some drinks involved, right? So maybe you're just not feeling great because you've been having a little bit more alcohol than usual. A very clear example of this, of what I would not recommend doing is, okay, well, I'm just going to go 30 days or 60 days or blah, blah, blah without alcohol, right? With the disclaimer of we're not talking about alcoholism here. Totally separate conversation. But if you're just feeling like, like I don't really feel great, I can guarantee you as soon as, even if you're a person who doesn't really drink very frequently, as soon as you make that rule, okay, I'm not drinking for 60 days, what do you think is going to be your first thought this coming weekend? God, I really wish I could have a drink even though I don't normally drink, but now there's a rule in my brain that says I can't, so now I'm thinking about it and I want it. So this is what we're trying to remove here, right? So setting some guidelines for yourself of, okay, I'm only going to drink or that sounds more like a rule actually like I would like to have a drink with or like a glass of wine if we're having steak or something but I probably don't need to have a glass of wine every night of the week or every weeknight or something like that right so part of this is doing a little bit of a self-assessment and seeing like Christina was saying before what behaviors would you like to not engage in as much? What behaviors would you like to bring back in? Right. So doing a little bit of a self-assessment and seeing like what would I like to change here, and then figuring out how can I approach this from one an abundance mindset rather than an elimination mindset, and how I can how can I do this in a non all or nothing kind of way?
1: Totally. I actually had a conversation with a client of mine just the other day about this, about alcohol and specific like specifically. And sometimes, especially in the summer, like there's something really nice about a nice cold beer or like a nice cold glass of wine or something. Or and so one of the Hello, summer. <laughs> I know, right? So I was thinking, like we were having this whole conversation about like, oh, what do you like about it? Oh, it's refreshing. It's cold. It's all these things. And so we were thinking about coming from like an add-in approach rather than a Um, like, you know, a removing of alcohol or anything like that, thinking to ourselves a little bit about what are the elements of it that I enjoy? Do I enjoy the social aspects of it? Do I love that it's refreshing? Do I like that it's cold? Do I like that I'm enjoying it on, on a cabana in the summer or a poolside or beachside or what? And then think about how can I incorporate more behaviors like that? Like, how can I incorporate refreshing drinks? What else is refreshing? what else could be really nice like a nice little lemonade or a frozen like a frozen smoothie you know or something else that you can incorporate in that gives you that same kind of like ooh this is refreshing this is relaxing i'm chilling out or can i incorporate that behavior that's associated with with drinking into your day-to-day life of how can i make my day more relaxing how can i create more space for relaxation and decompressing in other ways what else might be kind of relaxing and decompressing maybe it's having a nice cold I mean I'm obsessed with a nice cold sparkly drink with um like coloring or something or hanging out on your back patio with Casey and my husband and um and hanging out and relaxing thinking about it from the that kind of an an add-in approach or thinking about how you can compare it to other things and thinking about what are the elements of this that I really enjoy, that I can bring more of
0: in rather than removing something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if we think about this as apply to food, because this is what the million-dollar question is, what do we do about food, right? If, for example, one of your things is over the summer, which, again, like many people do, you've been eating not at home a lot. Or you've been getting a lot of takeout because it's easier and it's faster or whatever it is. Instead of saying, okay, for, you know, the next X amount of time, we're not going to order takeout at all. It's let's try to... Make a concerted effort just to add in more home-cooked meals. And then you can think about, and this is what you can work on with a practitioner or health coach or whatever, how do you make this easier for you? How do you make it more budget-friendly for you, right? How can you incorporate more, you know, meal preparation maybe on the weekends or at some point so you don't feel like you have to cook every meal, right? So figuring out what are the boundaries or the obstacles that are in the way of you incorporating more home cooked or home eaten meals, right? So again, it doesn't have to be I'm not allowed to get takeout, I'm not allowed to get restaurant or to go to restaurants or we're not allowed to do this except on the weekends because that can be another rule that people make like, oh, during the week we're going to be good and then on the weekends we're going to you know be bad or whatever, like we're going to do these things. The whole like cheat day mentality type thing. Which is, again, just the binge restrict cycle if, if we're going to call a spade a spade, right? So thinking about, you know, with all of these different categories and we're going to be talking about water and getting more organized and not getting a lot of exercise or movement or whatever during the summer instead of making it an all or nothing thing of, I have to never get takeout or I have to cook every single meal at home or I have to go to the gym five times per week or I have to drink 84 ounces of water a day and I bought this new water bottle. So it tells me all the different times of the day that I have to be drinking by or, you know, I'm just going to overhaul my entire house and get organized. How can we think about the goal or the motivation behind that thought of like, I would like to eat more home-cooked meals or I would like to get more movement in my day or in my week or I would like to drink more water. I would like to be more organized. How can we approach that, again, from a wholehearted eating perspective rather than a it's all or nothing, do or die, and we have to do all of these 27 things every single day or we're a failure and we're never going to be healthy again?
1: Boom. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Um, Something that I was thinking about with the food piece with takeout, so... I've been read like so. I travel. I traveled a lot this summer. We went on vacations. So much fun. But when you go on vacations, you typically come back. Even if it's like a weekend vacation, you come back on Sunday, and then the whole week feels like you're scrambling. Especially if you have like a kid um, too. It's like oh, the wheels are off the bus. <laughs> it's like I don't have any food here. And then Casey and I have been talking about it, like um, about how it feels like we're just trying to play catch up all week with. What are we having for dinner? What are we doing for dinner? What are we doing for dinner? Do we have anything for lunch? No, we don't have anything for lunch. And then all, it, and this happens when you're just busy, right? Like Dana's sw- teaching swim, like coaching swim team, and just probably busy all the time, that you think about, okay, now I'm just trying to, to to catch up with the fact that I was on this awesome vacation or I went away for the weekend, which was fun, but I don't have any of the tools in place to help making my own meals more accessible and more easy to implement. So something that we've been talking about is taking baby steps on making our meals more accessible, making something available that we can make at home so we don't have to play that game of what are we having for dinner tonight, like (laughs) every single night until we go on the next vacation and then arguing with ourselves about we really don't need to buy groceries because we're just going away (laughs) next weekend, which is the summer vibe. So part of it one way that i think can make it easy is thinking about it is do i have the food available to me at home in order to prepare more meals at home and if we if the answer to that question is no how do i create a system to make food more accessible to me how do i implement that how do i carve out time to you know have groceries delivered to me if i can't get to a grocery store or how do I make time to go to a grocery store in order to do that? And then what am I going to get when I'm there? Maybe picking one or two meals so you have what you need available in order to execute something. So you have two nights where you're saying, oh, I have a meal accessible that I can make from home and have this available without saying to yourself, I'm never ordering takeout because that in and of itself can burn you out by trying to go grocery shopping, meal prepping every meal, and then getting bogged down with that by looking at it from more of a, how can I approach this from a more relaxed standpoint of, oh, I'm going to make this more accessible to me. And how can I create more space in order to do that? A lot of times that's what I think of is how can I make this more space and less chaotic because it feels chaotic when I'm trying to implement all or nothing. Like that's where, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has anxiety but but for me that's when it kicks into high gear like all of a sudden I'm turning to Casey and he's like whoa you need to chill like you're panicking over the grocery store and let's just take a minute take a beat and relax and then I always realize oh I'm thinking about this way too like um stringent or like too strictly, like, I don't even know if that's the right word, but way too strict and thinking about it more from that perspective. So again, think about how you can make more space to then implement the things that you're desiring and um, less rules-based.
0: One thing I completely forgot to mention is that over the summer when I know that I have zero time to do the grocery shopping or anything. Um, I and I actually gave this recommendation to I work with a lot of teachers so it's back to school time right so doing something and none of this is sponsored these are just things that I've used doing something like HelloFresh or Sunbasket, Blue Apron you know any one of those things and then if you don't even have the time to do that what I did this summer is doing one of those meal delivery services services where you just pop it in the oven or pop it in the microwave so I did freshly and sun basket where it's like I would get like chicken tikka masala or like penang curry or you know whatever and you just pop it in the microwave for three minutes and then it's done and then it's kind of like you're eating takeout every day because you don't have to make it it's much more affordable than takeout and you're getting a lot of different flavors and stuff right and there are other ones too like I've tried territory before I'm sure there's 74 other options but thinking about what is realistically the amount of time and resources that you have to do this right if the reason you're ordering takeout is because you have no time to do anything else then expecting yourself to cook a home-cooked meal from scratch every single night is not realistic and you're setting yourself up for failure so think about what are the tools at your disposal within your budget that can help you get closer to I would like to eat more home-cooked meals I love that and I also think too like
1: I don't want to forget about movement either because that's such a big one too and we all tend to think like oh I need to now like today is the day I'm declaring and I'm writing in stone that I'm going to do this exercise movement every single day from here on out at 5 a.m. I'm gonna get up early at 5 a.m. now starting today is the day that everything is gonna change and I'm gonna do this oh man I don't know about anyone else I know um but if you've listened to this podcast before when we've talked about movement, everyone here knows that that is not my vibe. Not even a little bit no matter how hard I've tried. It's never been my vibe. And you know what I've been thinking about too about from this perspective also is just making it more accessible. One day this week I'm going to do a walk. <laughs> I'm going to go for a, I'm going to go for a walk and make it a little bit easier for yourself. Instead of thinking, okay, today's the day I'm going to overhaul my entire movement routine and this is what it's going to be. I'm going to buy the Peloton. I'm going to go on it every day and this is what it's going to be. That's a huge investment, first of all. And then second of all, thinking again, the same the same approach applies to all of the things that you want to incorporate into all these behaviors that you're thinking about, about creating more space for it. How can I create more space for me getting more movement in? Oh, I have a child and usually the best time for me to get a nice walk in when it's not insanely hot out is when Elodie goes down for bed. So a couple of days a week, Casey puts her down for bed and I go for a nice little walk. And it's just a simple way of thinking about where can I create more space for this rather than thinking I'm going to overhaul everything and now everything's going to be perfect and I'm going to stick to this for the rest of my life because chances are... If you're listening to this podcast, you've tried that before, and it has not stuck. Otherwise, you wouldn't wouldn't be be here listening to this. I know, right? You wouldn't be here. So that's one thing. I think creating more space for that. Now, Dana might have different advice for the movement piece, and I'd love to hear it.
0: No, she doesn't. She's shaking her head. I think that's great advice. Because part of this, again, we've talked about awareness before, is if you're not a person who enjoys movement – then forcing yourself into a gym routine is not going to be the best way to go, right? And part of this is self-awareness of like, if you do, like, do you like, in terms of movement, do you like doing movement alone? Do you like doing it with other people? As someone who has been an athlete their whole life and who grew up with a coach telling me exactly what to do, I'm not the kind of person who likes just doing things by myself because I want somebody else to tell me what to do. It's as easy as that, right? So if you like doing things by yourself where nobody can watch you and that's your vibe, go for it. And then there's a hundreds of resources within that category if you are more like me and you want there to be somebody to tell you to do something then it's like okay do I want that to be like an online YouTube video that I can follow along at my own pace do I want it to be a yoga class where there's an instructor do I want it to be one-on-one training do I want it to be a group exercise class do I want to join a you know do I want to get a buddy who walks with me you know but just the world is your oyster but first, you have to start with knowing yourself and what works for you. And if you don't know, then try exploring a bunch of different options and see what you like. So if they have this in your area, there's something that I tried here in D.C. that's called ClassPass, which if you're looking for a new gym, depending on the COVID restrictions by you, right, ClassPass is something, again, none of this is sponsored, ClassPass is something that allows you to sign up for monthly membership, but it's not with one place. It's like you can go to a yoga studio, you can go to a running club, you can go to, you know, X gym to just go... Lift or go on a cardio machine or whatever. You can go to a CrossFit gym. You can go to core power yoga. You can go to whatever. And that allows you to try a whole bunch of different things without any attachments to any of them. So you can say, Oh, I tried a spinning class and I hated that with every fiber of my being. I'm never going back there, but you don't have a full six month membership that you're tied to.
1: You know, another thing that would be kind of cool too, and this is not in everyone's budget, right? So but one thing that I recommend as well that I actually had this experience with a client of mine this summer, actually. They were working on it. They knew that they wanted to incorporate more movement because they felt good after they did it. It was more like, oh, that was a good idea. I'd like to do more of that. But then when it came to executing it, it was it was tangled, right? Like it was tangled with like, where do I do it? How do I do it? How do I get the motivation after like months of, you know, hanging out? And so one of the things that they did is they hired a non-diet trainer that met them at home for 30 minutes, like a couple of days a week. And it was just like this really great thing to be, to have like a little bit of a community and it helped them kind of get started with doing something in a really safe environment with someone who could help them figure out what they enjoy doing and trying different things and having someone there to help you Because, you know, I don't know about other people, but it's a lot easier sometimes to um, hold the time when you're meeting someone else there and you're being respectful of their time. So that can be really helpful. Also, if it's not within your budget, that's a really great time to get a little buddy, you know? Or YouTube. Or YouTube, (laughs) right? And then having that time available. And I think that's really, again, all of this comes down to what things might I like to try and how can I create more space for that rather than thinking from a perspective of today's the day, I'm going to drink
0: 100 ounces of water every day from here on out. And a green smoothie and all of the things, right? So our call to action for you for this week is think of one thing that feels a little bit out of sync for you right now and then think about how could I approach this in a non all or nothing way, or as we like to call, a wholehearted eating way. Exactly, and we want to hear from
1: you. Share it. Send us a DM on Instagram. We're going to email us now. Hello email at us. wholeheartedeating.com. Yeah, email us. Send us a message. I love a good voice memo. Whatever, share. Mm-hmm. Please share. Recommendations. New segment. <gasps> <gasps> oh yeah. Okay, so this summer. I got really, really into Ted Lasso. I don't know if anyone else watches it, but it's a fan favorite in our house every, I think it comes every Friday night. Casey and I will watch it. And it is just this happy, happy show. You can't help but like kind of love it. Um, And I didn't think it would be something that I would be really into because it's about – about like you know non-US football like football like soccer it's like non-US soccer Um, and I didn't think I'd be into it but I absolutely love it it's really fun loving and light and funny and cute and you want to root for everybody but it also has like some really nice complex storylines too so
0: that's my recommendation for everybody Okay, so my recommendation for this week for our first round of recommendations here for this segment. Um, So you all know I love books. So one book recommendation I have from this summer is called The Alice Network. Um, It is a historical fiction set in World War II about these three women and their different journeys in relation to this spy network of female spies. And it is heartbreaking and so well-told and so well-researched, and it's just... It's a great read. And in that light, um, related to that, there's an app that I discovered this summer called Libby, which is where if you have a library card, or if you don't, you can get one from free from your local public library, you can get audiobooks and ebooks delivered directly to your phone or to your Kindle based on what's available at your local library. And if you didn't know, libraries have audiobooks and they have ebooks and everything. So if you have like a Kindle or an e-reader, or you can read on your phone, um, or if you like audiobooks, you don't have to have something like an Audible subscription in order to listen to audiobooks, which haha, <laughs> I didn't know until I got this app. Um, so again, that one is called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, And they have it for Google and in the Apple App Store. And uh, that's my recommendation for this week. So we're super excited to be back. Thank you all for being here. Again, we would love your feedback on either past episodes on guests you would love to have on, any questions that you want us to answer, have there been any weird nutrition trends or things that you have questions about? You can send us a DM on Instagram. Um, oh, then all of that stuff is always in the show notes, or you can email us at hello at wholeheartedeating.com and make sure that you follow Christina on Instagram at Christina Hoyt Nutrition. I am Dana Monsies underscore CNS. And then make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss a new episode. And We will see you guys soon. Well, that was longer than anticipated. (laughs) (laughs) How do we do this? It has been so long since we recorded.